Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Deep Sea Podcast. Um, my name is Mason, and we got the regulars, Gabe Paulino. What's up, everybody? We got Michael B. How you guys doing, guys? And special guest for today, uh, Aaron Edward Sadava. What's good? Wow, he has said my whole name. What's up, guys? Um, very honored to be here. Very blessed to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to start off this episode with the bop of the week. So what have you guys been listening to this week? I'll go first. Um, so I've been listening to Skin by, how do you say his name? Dijon? Dijon, Dijon? yeah. Dijon? Mustard. Yeah. Like Dijon Mustard? Like, like Dijon Mustard. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Dijon Quixote, whatever. But I mean, that song. <laughs> <laughs> Dijon Quixote, man. That song is just such a vibe. Like whether you're driving on the road or whenever you're just like chilling at home. Like when you when that song plays, it's just such a bop because it's it's such a smooth song. And it's a it's a bit fast paced too, but it's a good fast pace. Like it's giving me like sunset on a beach vibes and I'm just having a good time. Like shout out to Dijon, man. Like that song is remarkable. It reminds me of just like going on Tantless, sitting mm. on a hill, just looking at the stars. Cause I'm you come alive. Sad. You come alive in the evening. Yeah. Come alive in the evening. <laughs> yes. I do come alive in the evening. Um, so my bop of the week, um, come from like a I would say a less popular artist his name is Cal Marco um mm. his song bad it's just like do you know the um what was it the free nationals mm. right the beauty in Essex yeah so it sounds like that it gives that funk like soul kind of kind of vibe and the the best part is no um no one really knows about him he has 2,000 followers so I mean he's really underground and you can't go wrong with that. Like, if he goes up, he goes up. Like, you're like going to be the popping first. Music. It's not popping music. It's like slow, kind of like. He has that soul kind of like lyrics. So it sounds oh. like you're like, like really vibe into it. Like, groove. So, real groove, sad. I would say sad, but it's like, it gets you like thinking. You know what I mean? I got to give him a listen. Yeah, you should. I'll go. Uh, so my bop of the week has been Actions by John Legend. Um, I, I found this song from just browsing Spotify because I was listening to one of my um, sort of altogether playlists. And I was like, wow, this is so bland. So I was just browsing over Spotify, ended up this, uh, shuffling onto the song. And I was like, whoa, wait, is this the next episode by uh, Snoop Dogg? But I was like, no, it's John Legend. I was like, yo, it's <laughs> pretty dope. for real? Yeah, so the beginning of the song, it starts off with the um, the next episode beat track. And then John Ooh. Legend's his own where he's like, la-da-da-da-da. Oh! And then he went, and I was like, oh, man, take me. Take me, John Legend, to where you want me to take me. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I you're kidding. I can speak for everybody here. Um, and I've said this a couple times to you guys in real life. It's I just want John Legend to just sit down next to me and just play the piano and sing to me. And I think that's how Aaron feels like right now. It's basically he wants to. You want John Legend to serenade you. Yes, exactly. Sweetly, yes. Bro, yes, the yeah, man yeah, has yeah. has a voice. Like that's yeah. all I can say. He has the voice. So good. And he looks for, like Arthur. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about Chris Chrissy Teigen for now. Yeah. Let's pretend he's single. <laughs> Let's pretend he's single. Um, just just to get our um our audience know, uh, what music uh streaming service are you guys using or platforms? I use Spotify, bro. That's like the only right answer. Same, same. Amen. Same. Oh, okay. I'm I'm the odd one now. I, I never tried Apple Music or like other musics. It's just Spotify. Since I was a student a few years ago, they had that four ninety nine month to month. Oh yeah, kind of thing. and you get oh, HBO yeah. and Hulu, and you could yeah, deal unlimited unlimited uh, music services and stuff like Spotify. Till this day, I still use. I recently switched from Spotify to Apple Music. Um, well, I, it, it's 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 really cool. Like. I, I set it up whenever I go in my car. It plays me the latest pod, uh, the latest playlist. But I, I since it's locked down, I can't go anywhere in my car, so it's kind of pointless. <laughs> <laughs> you can still Sad sit voice. in your car. That's true. You could just sit in your car and turn it on and just listen to new music i guess <laughs> <laughs> it, it's kind of sad you don't even need to waste gas the only thing you'll be wasting is your battery oh yeah that but yeah that, i think that's worse i think that's worse <laughs> no, no, who, who cares who cares it's just battery you can get a new one they're open they're essential yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god i hope so <laughs> my car my car i can't listen to my sad music in my car <laughs> Um, yeah, but my, my bop of the week is Deathbed by Pao Fu. I think that's how you pronounce it. I watched his um, I watched his genius lyric video. Um, oh, so that's why. That's why. Those videos always get me on new music. Yeah. Well, I, I was listening to it on TikTok. And I actually... <laughs> TikTok honestly puts me on a, a bunch of good music. But So I was just looking into it a little bit more. And then the, the girl that he sampled that first part from... Um, her name is super long. It's like Bea Badubi. Oh, Bea Dubi. Yeah, Bia, Whoa, just say it like casually, right? That's such a, like, <laughs> that's such a like, interesting name. Bea Dubi. It, it's spelled very interesting as well. Um, but yeah, I was just digging into it a little bit more. So the the song that he sampled for that track, um, was from her, and mm. digging a little bit more research into her. She's actually half Filipino, half British. Wow. So I think I liked it a little bit more after that, where it's like, all right, okay, Filipino on the map. Let's go. Uh, we stand Filipinas. Yeah, we, we stand, stand Filipinas. Oh, I don't know yes. if I can say that. <laughs> we Filipinas, stand Filipinos in this household. First name, Mabuhay. first name, second first name, middle name, last name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my bottom of the week. Map. Shout out to TikTok. <laughs> you were the last person to say that. I know. But I'm not going to lie. I, th- I thought you were going to say Super Lonely. From Ooh, that's a good one. That, that's a that great was from one, the, actually. That was from the other week. That was from the other week. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, he, last he moved week. past that now. Michael B is in a, a different phase. We're always a week. I'm in that. I'm not going to say that part. <laughs> it starts with an A. So, I don't know about you guys. I grew up in a very uh, '90s 
uh, 90s R&B soul kind of vibe. So like mm. TLC, SWV, yes, Tamia. Tamia, I love Tamia. Tamia is <laughs> like the bread and butter of everything that I have. And then I would say 2000s R&B, like Asia Crew, Selfish. I even got a I even got a uh, playlist with like '90s R&B, 2000s. Um, I'll do a plug. <laughs> it's called uh, Shan Jams. You can listen to it on uh, Spotify. Um, a lot of my cousins like grew up in the MySpace areas era, so so um, I don't know. I just put it up together and it it kind of blew up. There's like 10, 12 followers on that Spotify playlist now so if you if you dig it go check it out it's really like soulful yep it's freaking dope man um i think for me how music influenced me i grew up with a lot of alternative like 90s late 90s to 2000s alternative so bands like blink 182 um green day uh, Some 41, Jimmy Eat World, all those guys. And it's because uh, it was thanks to my, my older sister who was still in that era while she was in high school. She's about, what, nine years older than me at the time. So she, I, I would always hang out with her. And because of her, I would get influenced by that, all that uh, punk rock alternative music. I even went to my first concert was, uh, well, my first concert was Journey, but my second concert was All Time Low at the Republic. So it was... It was awesome, man. But um, other than that, a lot of rock, like a lot of 80s rock. So like Van Halen, Journey, um, The Smiths, The Ramones, uh, Aerosmith, you know, all the way up to The Police, you know, Andy Summers and stuff. Like I just, I have a pure passion for rock and roll. That's, or old school rock and roll to say the least. Like that's, that has influenced a lot of my life, but also the, just like Mason, the 90s, but more of the boy band aspect, like Backstreet Boys. That is my bop every single 90 day. 98 Degrees. <laughs> yeah, Voice to Men, um, U2. Like, man, it's just, uh, I'm an oldies guy. Oldies rock, oldies R&B guy. Sounds good. What about you, Asia? <laughs> <laughs> I was processing. I was like, whoa. Hold on. Um, I'm just kidding. When, when I was growing up, I was exposed to a lot of my dad's music. So 80s rap, 90s rap, um, a lot of rock. Um, but in those moments where I was, you know, on the computer sitting at home, I would always, it's going to sound really weird coming from me, but I would listen to a lot of Weird Al Yankovic songs. You guys know who <laughs> <Right>. that is? <laughs> what? While gaming? That's interesting, man. Not, not while gaming, just browsing on YouTube because I thought it was funny. I thought it was cool. Like... Uh, the weasel stomping day video i saw in robot chicken a while ago <laughs> <laughs> oh my god robot i'm uh i started out as a meme lord guys i just want to let you know that and you then still are a meme lord. i'm still a meme lord <laughs> um and then also i was heavily influenced by wrestling earlier on so i would have on repeat rod rob van rob van damme's theme song oh my Rey god Mysterio's theme yo song. rod van damme wow. So, right. so every time you walked into a room, you played that song. Definitely, dude. Because I used to, <laughs> I used to like stand wrestling. Like one of my very first phones, I put those wrestling themes on, <laughs> and nothing, like, I had nothing else. And I would listen to that in school. Like, 
I think I used to listen to um Edge's theme song just by itself. Hey, what 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 about dude, John Cena? song is pretty fire. We don't talk about John. John, not John Cena's song is not fire. This is sorry, John Cena does not exist. Who's John Cena? Not even real, bro. Can't even see him. You can't see me, but I'm moving my hand above my face. Wow, what a meme! Much cultured. That was that was my childhood, man. Very weird and out of there, but you know, it is what it is. It okay, and now we is. have Mr. 2000s. What you got? What you got, <laughs> boy? Uh, yeah, so as you guys were talking, I wasn't really, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't relate. So I think for me, I'm trying to figure out, like, the first music that I actually was, like, listening to and really, like, appreciated. Um, and I think that first song was when I was living in California. Um, the song "We Are Young" by Fun came out. Whoa! Yeah, so I think I I had to be in like fifth or sixth grade when that song came out. But I was just I remember listening there like as a fifth and sixth grader, like this is the song of my generation. <laughs> oh man! Um, but yeah, I think that's the first song like I truly appreciated. Um, but other than that, you know, like I don't remember growing up on like songs you know like um mm. in that same way i think i grew up more so with sports um but songs weren't really too much of a big influence on me okay mm. trying to yeah it's like i it's so weird like you, you guys can like pop it out so easily like um like oh yeah like i listen to um alternative rock or or um listen to 90s R&B and, and rap it's like but for me I'm like I'm thinking I'm looking I'm like I don't remember any songs that I listened to when I was growing up oh, maybe man. it's because for us um, we would be centered more around music but for you it's other things like mm. like you said sports right because um, didn't you say a while back you you grew up with baseball yeah I grew up with just yeah. just sports all around me um, so I grew up playing baseball i grew up um breathing baseball i think um that was literally the talk of the house talk of like most conversations were um were about baseball or were about football or, or basketball um so i don't think i remember much music being played aside from like pocket pot at filipino parties you can't take away the the take me out to the ball game song though. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that hit. <laughs> yeah, um, I think besides that though, um, I remember. I do remember when I was when I first moved to to California. Um, I was very into Green Day. Yes. Oh wow! No, I, I respect drawing that out. And, and He's really, alternative now. He's there alternative. you go. So if there's a there's a phase, I think that was it. Um, I didn't truly hit like the um. All time low and like um and Blink One Eighty Two um alternative or mm. alternative side until literally like this past year. Um, I talked oh, wow. to my friend, talked to my friend Christian, and then he, I'm like, bro, like I've just been into these songs recently, and he looked at my playlist and it was like all like Panic at the Disco, um, oh my wow. god, all type of things, and then he's like, um, most people go through this phase in middle school, Michael. 
Yeah, you're doing I, this I two years out of high school. Mm-hmm. I went through that. Same, I, I, for same me. here. Same here. I call it the Hot Topics Greatest Hits era because <laughs> every time I would go shopping at Pearl Ridge, they'll be playing like Paramore, uh, yep. Sleeping with Sirens. Uh, yep. What is that? Uh, was that uh, Chop Suey? That that band? I forgot. The mm-hmm. System oh, of the Down. System of the Down. That kind of stuff. And not gonna lie, I felt rebellious. <laughs> like that was wow. a good. Three, that was a good two three years that I loved. But now well, then, skinny jeans and chains. This is why Michael oh, no, B. When, I was when, into uh, flannels. I was into flannels. This is why for Michael B. Um, when he's in the car with us, he needs to put down the Nikki and put on My Chemical Romance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, up, I'm into you know. it now. You gotta switch only, it up. The now. only part, yeah. like where I was listening to those type of songs, um, was in intermediate, and I first started listening to Imagine Dragons and Bastille. Oh man, that's pretty old. That, the indie, uh, the indie thing. Bastille. So if there's if there's a part where like I was very influenced by it, it was those. It was the um, it was Imagine Dragons um. That their first like popular radioactive? album, yeah, it was it was that radioactive album, and then there's Bastille's um, Pompeii one, like Ooh. that album. Those two oh, albums, yeah, like yeah. I remember, I was playing it on repeat literally that entire two years. Um, yeah, so I knew there was like a little part of me where I was like, you know, these songs are pretty good. I just didn't get a chance to listen to it until literally like this year. Where I was, I think I had a mental breakdown trying to do homework, and I was like, you know what? Let me watch some Fine Brothers um, videos, and they were playing those songs, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm into it then. <laughs> like I know that we're all like heavily, more or less, into music. Like I know for sure, growing up, my my parents or like somebody made these like CDs. Like that was an OG playlist. Like oh, they yeah. burned CDs. I remember those days, mm-hmm. and. Though that kind of like that's kind of obsolete now. We have streaming services, but I remember be- in the middle of before streaming services, like my parents were like, "Yo, you, I know you love music. Do you want to play music?" Like, oh, what can I do? It's like, well, you can start piano. <laughs> like, okay, so that was a good two years. I mean, I know music theory enough, but do you guys do you guys have that whole like? music like means that type of music love where like your parents put you into like an instrument yeah i think um so before i started playing baseball um i guess i wanted to play the piano or something like that um so my parents put me into piano lessons um it was like in this piano shop in like the back room with like 10 others like elementary students or whatnot um we were all just in the back and you know i don't remember much i just remember my grandpa used to drop me off and pick me up afterwards um i but i remember i just stopped going (laughs) to my lessons (laughs) um i'm not sure honestly i'm not sure why like i think it had to do with something like i was playing something wrong and the teacher was like you're playing it wrong like don't like stop like just just don't play this anymore and then i just got mad and then i didn't storm out i waited to the end of the lessons because i guess i'm like i'm asian i gotta respect make the yeah (laughs) make the most out of the money (laughs) i spent right the money that i didn't spend um 
But yeah, I just remember not going again and just hating it. Um, so long story short, I don't know how to play piano now. <laughs> I just I just remember learning how to play it. Nice. What about um, you, Gabe? I think for me, it wasn't so my parents got me in, like helped me with it. I kind of helped myself. So I got my first guitar when I was 13 and I taught myself how to play. Uh, YouTube wasn't as big as it was back then, but my dad did buy me a guitar chord sheet from Savers. So I was just reading some of the chords and, you know, my hand as a 13 year old, it wasn't as, it was smaller back then. So I couldn't uh, hold the, or do most of the chords. So I could only do the basics, but yeah. So taught myself how to play how to play the guitar at 13. And then my sister had a keyboard at the time and she would teach me like a few songs to play. Um, one of them being the intro to my chemical romances. Uh, uh, what is that song? The Black Parade. There you go. <laughs> so she taught me, Iconic. yeah, she taught me uh, Welcome to the Black Parade, the intro of it though. And then other stuff too. And later on in life, when I was in college, like my third or fourth, my no, it was my third year, I got into playing slacky guitar and ukulele. And those were a few of the classes at West Oahu, which were I attended at the time. And Opuelos. honestly, I, there you go. <laughs> but I mean, I honestly wouldn't have thought I had so much passion in playing those instruments until I actually did it and got to perform. So yeah, music, me playing music and all these instruments, it's something that I feel like I should be doing more because it's something that I taught myself how to do for the most part in the beginning. And yeah, it's just, it helped me all the way. It completely such a good time when I can just sit down and play the guitar, play a song or two. Yeah. Would Would you say you have passion for lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me tell you this. When our national anthem plays, okay, you have to put your, uh, you have to stand up and respect our president. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have to take off your snapback, put on your chain, your wooden chain on your pocket, and you have to put your hand your on your heart. The rules are, you have you have to stand up, put your ukulele to your left hand, and just say, "With the small glass of lemonade, <laughs> use the Tylenol when I'm in pain." <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. What about you, Eric? Oh. Wait, hold on. I want to make a very important announcement. I just got boba. Wow! Wow! <laughs> oh my God! God why right, did you I'm, have? To- I'm bouncing out, yo. TFTI. <laughs> Wow. Yo, Boba is hot commodity right now. It is. It shout is. out to Hana T. Um, in this yeah. case, shout out to T Presso. <laughs> yeah. They're chill. They're chill. What about I'm you, Aaron? Um, so I loved music, but I wasn't a musician. So when I got to intermediate, I was termed with the choice of taking a elective, and the elective choices were Recorder. music or art. And I was like, well, I'm not artistic and I'm not a musician. So I'm going to take, mu- I'm I'm take the music class. It was banned, actually. So I, I, you? I learned, I picked up uh, the trumpet. So I was a brass. 
Oh, wow. So I, I, I know if I get a trumpet in my hands again, I probably could figure it out and remember. But I took it for a semester. Or not, I took it for the remaining of my seventh grade. And then I was going to, we were going to transfer over to Eva Mackay because I was year zero. And so when we transferred over, I had another selection of either taking band or art. And my dumb head at the time was like, you know what? Band is for geeks. I'm going to go take an art class. Wow. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Aaron. Hey, hey, hey. I just want to let you know that was seventh grade transitioning to eighth grade, Aaron. Remember, was, soundbite, soundbite. The, the, one who was, the one who was still listening to a lot of uh, wrestling music and then transitioned into dubstep because of poriotics. <laughs> But wow, <laughs> Wait, talk, talk a, a little minute. bit about that because I know, um, what's it called? Everybody around here has some like information about like dancing. Um, I never danced, but oh, yeah. I have siblings that do. Um, I'm not sure about Gabe and, and Mason and how they experienced it growing up. Um, but I know that Aaron is still the only person here, at least, that continues to keep dancing in a way. Uh, can you talk yeah. about how, how that influenced you growing up as well? I think starting off from the very, very first standpoint, I think in elementary, I first saw Jabberwockies. Oh, and I was yeah. like, yo, these guys are awesome. And so I memorized the apologize routine in like two days. Um, but I was not never really confident in my dancing skills. And, you know, just fast forwarding to middle school, I um, actually became captain of the Evan Mackay oh. dance team because I was the Jeez. only other guy. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And I was I was yeah. actually pretty good because I, I, I never went into a studio. I was self-taught watching a lot of YouTube videos. So my, my, um, my uh, I guess my primary skills were popping and robotics at the time because I was so into choreotics. And then I made, a, I made some choreo that um, we showed to the governor when we opened up the school. The video aired on YouTube, and I read the comments, and they were trashing my choreo, so I felt so discouraged never to dance again. And so from eighth grade all the way up to maybe 2017, I was a closet dancer. I, I denied that I danced. And then at our church's conference, one of, I think, the 2018 conference, we had a cypher. And then I just had, I felt something tug in my heart to go and start dancing again, so I danced in front of everyone there, and I caught the attention of Jansen and Ian who are the, at the time, they were the owners of um, Treasure Box. And then yeah. slowly, I would take classes with Ian and eventually um, teach a class with Ian and then perform at another conference using my dance skills. And I, I'm, I'm confidently dancing today, just sharpening. I don't take classes because I'm broke. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's, more of a, it's more of a talent that I love to, you know, just move and if you ever see me if you ever like ride with me in a car and i'm not driving and i'm listening to you guys songs i look like i'm twitching <laughs> or i have he, he is twitching he, he is he, he's isolating but i'm actually dan freestyling in my head to the music so music music and dance heavily influenced like my personality and whatnot but I understand that. thanks for coming to my ted talk hey yeah. i respect that a lot man um I, I feel like for me, I was just like Aaron, but I never really put myself out there. Like, yeah. I, I also watched the Jabberwockies like on ABDC and stuff. 
And then oh, I yeah. also watched like Quest Crew and Super Crew and all that kind of stuff. Oh. And then I even had a passion myself with dancing. I was even in a my own popping crew in middle school. We were called wow. <laughs> we were called Poppers Are Us, bro. <laughs> oh my god! And then um, and then high school came and I got inspired by this man named Brian Kuspos. And at the time, he was like one of the craziest choreographers ever back he then. Is. He still is low key. Um, but yeah, I would try to mimic my moves like him, try to be smooth as him because he's very well known for um, being very technical and being very, he shows imagery like no one else. So I really tried, you know, to after school, come home, make sure no one's home. And then I would just sure no try to home. do a, try to put on one of his songs and try to make my own choreo to it. It's just, you know, that's unlike Aaron, I wasn't as bold enough to just put myself out there. So then I just completely just stopped, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, for me, I think of, I think of, like, I think music is art and everything that's yes. derived from it is art. And I also believe choreography is an expression of art. So that's where I, wherever I go and wherever I do, I don't really care if I'm dancing. Um, I, when I, growing up, especially in middle school, I was dancing everywhere in malls. I actually got called out to a dance battle in Pearl Ridge Middle Get School. It. Yeah, I'm not talking about that story. Long story <laughs> short, I got owned, okay? Um, but I, um, unlike these guys, I was studio trained. So I went to uh, Hyper Squad for two years, two, uh, roughly two years. So I focused on um, break dancing, popping, and urban choreography. Urban. So, yeah, so... Um, they all my teachers eventually became uh, high five o, and that following year they they uh, auditioned for ABDC, so that was really cool to see my teachers actually like chase their dreams and stuff like that. But um, I would say now I'm just dancing, freestyling, and whatever. Um, didn't really take a. I the last class I took was a treasure box with Aaron and Gabe. That was, that was an interesting. Long time that was ago. interesting. We're um, never gonna speak about that again. <laughs> <laughs> was I at that one? No, 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 no. No, you were. Oh, you with weren't. Brandon, that was with that was Angelica's class. Uh, that was a yeah. jazz class. That one hurt. Yeah. Heck, <laughs> no, never Ian, gonna do jazz again. Ian oh. is very technical, and yeah. we took his popping class, thinking, "Oh, it's intermediate." These little kids of 8 to 12 years old are, like, popping and, like, locking, like, like no tomorrow. And usually I would feel disappointed, like, man, why did I neglect this and stuff like that? But I felt empowered, like, man, just looking at these guys, like, the same age that I started. If I were to say something, it's just, like, don't stop dancing. Keep moving. Because we are um, kinetic engineers. A lot of people aspire because that's a lot of body control and a lot of things. And yeah. Love Ooh. music, love dance. <laughs> that that dance. sound bite. Keep dancing, keep moving. All right, that's my new ringtone. Well, how Edit are you going to do that? Edit that out for me. <laughs> 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 might, I, might I add, Ian is also ex-Jabba's. So yeah. when he, yeah, he moved to Vegas. But that's a story for another day, possibly. It is a story for another time. <laughs> I think music has inspired us to do 
a lot of things, whether it's taking a class, um, just freestyling and being you. And we love who we are by it, and we love fashion too. So seeing that it 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 goes from like a different quadrum or different side of a spectrum, it like translates everywhere. So what do you guys think of like artists incorporating and integrating their their taste and their uh, artistic kind of perspective into fashion? What do you guys think about that? I feel oh, I like oh, oh. No, you go ahead. <laughs> 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 no, so oh no, Michael B, you can go first. Um, I think it definitely has ramped up a lot in the at least in this past decade. Um, well, I because I also only got into the shoe game or fa- like fashion game, quote unquote. Um, I think in intermediate, so that had to be like two thousand. 13-ish. Um, oh, wow. But I think it definitely has ramped up. Um, I didn't really see, like, um, a lot of people, uh, at least as far as, like, music, kind of go into the fashion realm. Um, you know, like, there... But I remember the one name that I kept seeing all the time was Kanye West. So Yeezy from, like, the Nike side, at least. And then eventually going into Adidas and his own personal um his own brand i guess um i think it's crazy though um just seeing specifically his products and how much money he can get it to go to um i didn't know a pair of shoes can get that high in in resale value at least um until i i saw his shoes um but you know yeah just long story short i think it's definitely ramped up a bit in the last decade. And I think it's going to ramp up even more in this upcoming decade. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, uh, I can attest to all the hype beasts out here. Uh, Travis Scott. Like, I think it's ridiculous how much, like, people would, like, bite off. Like, I know for sure the whole um, Travis Scott wears a mini swoosh hoodie and a lot of sellers on Depop put it at 150. Like that's insane yes. how much influence he has. And he brought back the dunk, mm. the uh, SB dunks. And a lot of like the old school dunks, like the uh, Jeff Staple uh, purple pigeons is like going like even higher. The Ray guns, even the, the new or the latest um, Valentine's Day SB. That's, that's going off. So I I really think SBs is like overshadowing the ones, at least for the highs for now. But that's crazy how much influence he has. What do you think, Gabe? Well, can I add on real quick? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, I th- no, it's like, it's. I think it's the same thing with what Kanye did. You guys remember when the SL Loops, the Adidas SL Loops, got yes. really yeah. popular for a minute because he wore it? Um, yeah, I think it's the same way because even when I saw that for the first time and I had like the generic generic ones um, like the the basic ones from like an Adidas outlet store and I just painted the like the sidings black just to match it I think mm. Travis and um, and Kanye definitely do have that influence on the fashion and the sneaker community 
yeah. yeah. Like just to go off of what you guys just said, my personal opinion is, um, you know how music influences in different ways. Like for you guys, Kanye West, Travis Scott. I feel like for me and maybe Aaron, it could be like other artists, like like choreographers, right? Like Jabberwockies, um, Brian Pusco's. Um, and what I'm gonna say is, these artists are like the legit trendsetters because yeah. one, they're famous. People watch them whenever they do a video or you see a video of them and they trendset the culture, in my opinion. Because if you see uh, the Jabberwockies wearing a bucket hat, some camo pants, you're going to think that's fire because the Jabberwockies made it fire, you know? Oh, I never so really thought I about that. Like, yeah. So I feel like that's a lot of have to do with how our style just kind of mix and matches because we're just used to seeing these cool people. Like we think they're so cool and what they wear is cool as well. Like, um, I started wearing a lot of button downs because Brian Puskos wore button downs. Like oh. I would go trips to and all I, the Filipinos I, said, Amen. "Yes, sir." Now we see. Like, now we see. Like I would go to Forever Twenty One, find whatever Prince button downs they had, and I would like buy it. <laughs> I'd also buy like I'd also cut up some of my jeans to make capris, like vans, oh, you know, like shorts. Yeah, like, you did I, not do that. <laughs> it's not that I was, you know, trying to be a tryhard. It's just that. I guess back then, let's say around when I was 14, 15, I never really had my own style. So I guess I was just trying new things out. Because that's just how you are when you're at that age. You, you don't really know who you are yet. So you let your inspirations, like these artists, these singers, these dancers, those are your interests at that time. So whatever they wear, you're going to want to wear too because yeah. you know that's your, that's your idol, um, that's your that's who you look up to at the end of the day. So it's just like, man, I kind of want to be like that guy. So I'm aware of that too. Yeah. I, 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 Not going to lie, I did have denim shorts also for a good amount. I still have denim shorts. <laughs> I don't have denim shorts no more. You got to get can. Um, <laughs> can. Can I add on? Um, you know, there's, there's a saying in like photography and videography and it's the whole creative realm is – no one starts off knowing how they want to do things or what their style is. Um, And going along with that, you know, everybody's style or or way of going about things, um, it comes from inspiration from people that you look around. Um, Yes. So no one really starts off like saying like, you know what, this looks good with this or this pair of jeans looks good with these pair of shorts or these pair of jeans look with, these pair of shoes like no one i think no one in fashion looked at that and that was their first instinct um i think for a lot of us you know it's just looking at yeah like what gabe said like the people that we look around and we follow um that's it ultimately what's gonna determine how we dress um so for me is i think the first person that actually um like actually tried to Yes, imitate or or Im- influence my fashion sense was um what's it it was Kanye West but through my brother um I used to dress horrible in high school in, in um intermediate like 
<laughs> like plaid shorts kind bad. Oh man, you are the you're the plaid on plaid with different colors plaid. Yeah, you're um, the southern kid. Just <laughs> yeah, so I used to dress like that, and then one day my bro- my older brother kind of just roasted the hell out of me, um, and I got mad. So, um, but then yeah, so I started to take little inspirations through like my brother and see what he dresses like. But also like okay, Kanye West dresses like this. Um, there's one point where I went denim on denim because Kanye West did it. Um, but as you like grow and as you um, go through your fashion and, and realize like, hey, I kind of like this, um, but I don't like this. Um, that's where you start to create your own personal style. And I think that's the dope thing about influencers do. It's they do stuff for us. Basically, they look at stuff and they look, um, they dress away where we can look at it and be like, you know what, that looks good on you, but not for me, you know? Yeah, so yes. I think their job is just to, like, say, this, this is cool, but you can also take it, run with it, and make it your own. Like, I see it that way from what he said. It was like, you look for inspiration, you take that idea, and you run with it Where in every aspect of your life, fashion, music anything yeah 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 100 so what do you guys think of the whole um band tees or hip-hop tees where do you guys stand on that i coming from a person who did not grow up with those bands or those rappers i'm all for it (laughs) i i see it as um i think in a sense, like, if it looks nice, wear it. Um, I don't concern too much about, um, like, if I know the band or whatnot. Um, at least when, for other people, when they wear it, um, I don't really, if someone's wearing a Nirvana tee, and this is coming from someone who's never listened to Nirvana, um, if they're wearing one and I see it, I'm not going to be like, oh, do you even listen to those bands? Um, but for me... I'm kind of a little bit different where, you know, I tend to just wear, if it's a band tee or a rock tee or whatnot, um, I at least try to know at least one song from them. <laughs> at, least try, um, at least try. Do your homework. In the culture. Yeah. For me, like, I, I'm kind of like in that split range where it's like, I kind of do care, you know, like, it's a nice tee and if it looks nice then I'll wear it. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of want to respect like the history that went into it. Um, and yeah, it's like that's kind of where I stand. So like for example, I just bought a Grateful Dead um, long sleeve shirt. Um, okay. It's it's kind of like right in that place where I don't know, but I do know. So I listened to a couple of their songs. Um, before or after before you I bought, bought it? it before <laughs> okay. I bought it. Um, and this was like a long time before I even wanted a t-shirt. Um, just because I knew people, I, I knew who Grateful Dead was. I knew their their name i just never heard their music or at least never thought of hearing their music um so i know it i don't know the titles (laughs) i if they played it i know i would know that it's the grateful dead but at the same time like grateful dead's tie-dye shirts like long sleeve and it fit me and i was looking for it for a while um i see no harm in just buying it and rocking it because you like it for sure what about you aaron um in like the whole band tee thing, I was once like that where it's like I looked at your shirt and if you're wearing if you're wearing like a Nirvana or like a 
21 Pilots or MC Archer. I'm like, do we even listen to them? I was like, okay, for sure. Do you yeah, do you say straight closer? to their face or oh, no, do you? I, I, it's in my head. Oh. In my head, because if it was in their face, I probably would be, I probably would be beaten up on the spot. <laughs> but I think for me, it's a, it's definitely a fad right now with everything coming back and all the, all the um, 80s to 90s tees looking very like the aesthetic where it's like baggy t-shirt, skinny jeans with some some sort of awesome sneaker on. I feel attacked. That was the first I feel attacked moment. I, I'm not attacking. <laughs> okay, I'm not what attacking I'll, anyone. Um, you know how like Uniqlo, PacSun, and those kind of bad, um, even Forever 21 are making their own iteration of the 90s, 80s banties. What do you guys think of, like, do you have like, a, a preferred, like, if you, if you see it on, like, uh, on a vintage store or something like that, do you prefer to get the, um, the vintage banty or the, I can get it at PacSun or uh, retail? Like, well, do you guys see a difference in the, um, the quality or what, what's yeah. your opinions? I definitely would prefer the, the vintage one, but knowing how vintage is right now is like everybody's taxing for it. Um, yeah, that's definitely. True. I think yeah. the feel, if it's, I, I have no problem just going to a pack and if it looks nice and it looks like the, the vibe, I guess that I'm going for, I have no problem buying it. But I think like the material will never be the same, but I think I just want the wash and like the color of the t-shirt to at least match what I would want. So yeah. you'd rather have the look than the history? Um, I would prefer the history, but uh, the look is just fine for me. You know, um, I just don't like when there's a vintage, it's a vintage quote unquote band tee, but it's printed on like Coke white t-shirts, you know? That's yeah. true. And it also is like, I seen some prices for a singular band tee that almost looks like a PacSun or a Forever 21 tee with just like $60, $70 difference. Like that's crazy. Here's the thing though. This is my intake on it. If you want a band tee, Hot Topic will always have it. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. It's just growing up, you want a Blink-182 shirt. You want the, the killer shirt. Uh, Ooh, the killer. All-time low shirt. You go to, you go to uh, Hot Topic. And their quality may not be um, as fitting as to what we're into these days with style. Because, you know, we're, we're kind of into the boxy fits, the soft mm-hmm. wash tees. The, the smoky gray kind of t-shirts all that kind of stuff with the graphic and stuff but i feel like that's it, they didn't really used to be like that as much for alternative bands because it's very it's literally the thin tight cotton tees because that's what people used to wear back in the 2000s when uh, alternative music yeah. was, at, was at its prime people would wear like a tight t-shirt of uh, of one of the bands and if they want to add some style to it they wear it over a polo <laughs> like that's that's how it was a little bit back in the day. Oh God! Like, the <laughs> that, 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 that seems very scary. Hey man, I Bro. wore it at church one day. Man, I felt like I was on top of the world. <laughs> Wait, you put wow, a shirt a on G. top of your polo? Yeah. yeah, that was the look back then. You put a shirt on top of the polo, and then for the polo uh, sleeves at the end, you roll it up over the shirt, over the sleeve. See, the we sleeve. call that e-girl looks now. 
<laughs> history well, we, we have itself, to get right in different aspects. We have to get oh, we have to get Julius in here sometime and talking <laughs> about that edge look. Maybe Julius, Man. if you're listening, <laughs> Maybe educate, us. educate us, educate us. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I remember. Oh my gosh! I, did, did you guys put like mascara on your face? Okay, that's uh, that is one topic I'd like to leave the door closed at. (laughs) (laughs) Fallout boy stuff. By the way, it's also called guy liner. (laughs) Guy liner. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. The only thing I put on my face was eye black playing baseball, bro. Don't even front. (laughs) Me and Gabe both know it was it was guy liner, but we refused to talk about it because okay, certain reasons. We're not even gonna get. Past the hair, okay. We're not even gonna start at the hair. Oh, today. oh <laughs> what about the hair? Away. What about the hair? Oh man, I saw a picture of Gabe once, and I was like, "Yo, this is straight up um, emo era Gabe." It has did you more guys, did you guys have it like written all over it? Did you guys have like the um, you comb it over, and then the back of your head it was spiked up? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Monday to Thursday secondhand serenade. I'll die for you look <laughs> all, the t- all the time. Like cover your eye and then have that spike. Yeah. Just, yeah. Please don't tell me you guys had frosted tips though. No. Uh, I okay. didn't. Thank that, you. That was, that was just Mason. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mason, you had frosted tips? No, no, no. I wanted to get frosted tips. Oh my gosh. Okay. I wanted Boy. to. Okay. Did you guys color your, fin- color your, your fingernails? Finger oh, paint no. your fingernails? I've no, never no. done that. I got, a, I got a rainbow wallet with a chain, but that's about it. <laughs> Same here. Um, wow. I had a duct tape wallet. <laughs> wow. Okay, Mr. Nah, Conservative. Nah. <laughs> you guys colored your hair either pink, blue, or purple? I bought yes. spray can from Don Quixote, and I sprayed my hair green. <laughs> I've done that before. I've done that before. Yep, I I've mean, done I've it. done that before also. I've done it before. But I didn't, I didn't like, color my, my hair like, like pink, blue. Okay, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. There's a time in a middle school where um, I wanted to dress like Poyotic, so I I was trying to get like skinny jeans and the members only jackets and the spray paint tees that look so like out there in graffiti. But and I also was looking for their sunglasses. Like I wanted those sunglasses, like those super boxy looking robotic stuffs. But to top it all off, when they were on um, when they're on TV, their their hairstyle was a big straight up like a like a checkerboard so it'd be like half half blonde half pink and on the back side it would be flipped flipped colors and so i actually copied that hairstyle where it was like pointed up like spiky but it was like symmetrical so one side was blonde one the other side was pink (laughs) and i rocked that like i rocked that haircut we we need to find that picture it was on (laughs) that's gonna be the cover was on my Facebook. <laughs> was. That's actually pretty heck? funny. But yeah, that's, that's that actually... was that was an era, dude. What, okay, what about what about this? You guys have for Halloween, you ever dressed up as a nerd, but you had either suspenders, the the hot topic aviator glasses with a bow tie. I have never been... done that. I think oh, there was God. a stretch in time where I was scream for like five years straight. <laughs> you were scream for. 
No, I'm, you don't want to talk about it. Close the door. Screen the ghost with a mask. <laughs> yeah. That's the most Five cheapest years. costume you could buy. <laughs> yeah, and I guarantee I reused the same one for five years. Bruh. I was in Ninja for five years. I was a fat Harry Potter for like two, so. I've been Waldo for like four. Okay. If you were a fat Harry Potter, wouldn't you, wouldn't you be that tall giant dude? You mean Hangrid? Yeah, Hangrid. You did you not just call the fat Harry dude from Harry Potter. <laughs> you did not just call him that. I'm sorry. I don't know his name. Sue me. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Sue me, he said. guys for listening to the podcast today um we want to give a special shout out to uh, our special guest aaron uh thank you for coming out and thank you for sharing your stories your influences and everything um we also want to shout out to uh kiana um rain at rain i don't know how to spell it but thank you for making our intro you can go check her out soundcloud instagram uh please please go ham Yep, and as always, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to the Deep Sea Podcast. Um, we'll have our next episode up next week. Um, and if you guys have any requests or any topics that you guys would want us to talk about, feel free to sh- um, shoot us a DM on Instagram or if you know us personally, text us. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we're always looking for new topics to talk about. And, you know, it's just we're just having a blast just talking about things that we love and things that um we just want to talk about you know um so once again thank you guys so much for watching we'll see you guys next week